How's it going, guys? We have a past level question for pulmonary for step one internal medicine TCK. Before we get started, the subscribe my channel. Really appreciate it. Give me a like. Really appreciate it. Find me on Instagram, melman underscore medical, MHL, man underscore medical, and down below for me. Telegram links to the Telegram channel down below. And I'll start the clip. 40 year old man with HIV. He's got a three day history of worsening cough and fever, temperature 101 Fahrenheit. Physical examination shows dullness percussion of the right lower lobe. Current medications are zidovudine, didanazine, ritonavir, trimethyl, sulfamethoxyl, which the following is most likely diagnosis. So, this combination of zidovudine, didanazine, or ritonavir, this is just heart therapy, highly active antiretroviral therapy. Zidovudine, didanazine, both NRTIs, ritonavir, protease inhibitor. Focus of the question is not this, but I'm just saying you know what these drugs are. Trimethyl, sulfamethoxyl. I'll talk about this as we move through the question. So, uh, choice A, typical bacterial species, wrong fucking answer. Could obviously refer to mycoplasma, legionella, chlamydia. So mycoplasma, legionella, chlamydia, uh, obviously they are technically considered gram negatives, but uh, they have uh, deficient peptidoglycan in their cell walls. So you cannot use beta-lactams against them. That's why they're known as atypicals, okay? They have uh, absent peptidoglycan in their cell walls. And mycoplasma, legionella, chlamydia are classically going to use azithromycin, all right? so uh, mycoplasma walking pneumonia, bilateral interstitial infiltrates. That's just an otherwise young, healthy patient who has uh, a bad chest x-ray, low-grade fever, and a dry cough classically. And it can cause cold agglutinins, okay? So low hemoglobin. I've harped on this in my other YouTube clips. They give you a pneumonia bilaterally, and it's got a hemoglobin of 10 or 11. That's slightly low hemoglobin, then you're going to have uh, cold agglutinins. That's what's causing that. That's mycoplasma. Okay. Legionella can cause, can cause hyponatremia and diarrhea. Chlamydia pneumonia, US simile doesn't give a fuck about. Chlamydia trachomatis pneumonia, the actual STD, D through K, can be seen in neonates uh, where the neonate will have conjunctivitis initially, and then that will drain the, na the nasal lacrimal duct, uh, ultimately leading to a chlamydia pneumonia. Wrong fucking answer. Choice B, gram-negative diplococci, wrong fucking answer. This would refer to naysaria, meningitis, gonorrhea. Okay, could do a 17-minute discussion of all the details. Don't really want to get into that stuff. Obviously, naysaria, meningitis, can give you a non-blanching rash uh, in addition to meningitis. Okay, it's bacterial, so you're going to have low glucose, high protein, high neutrophils in the CSF, and you want to empirically treat meningitis with vancomycin, ceftriaxone, for gonorrhea, obviously, you're going to give IM ceftriaxone. You're going to co-treat also for chlamydia, which is going to be oral azithromycin or doxycycline. There's a lot we can talk about. Point is, wrong fucking answer. Choice C, gram-positive diplococci. Correct answer. refers to strep pneumo. Now, there's two points you need to know here. It's past level, as I said. So the first point is they give you dullness percussion of the right lower lobe. So... When we have a low bar pneumonia, immunocompetent or compromised, doesn't matter, strep pneumo until proven otherwise, okay? So the quote-unquote tricky nature of this question, it's passable as I said, but it can be a little bit tricky if you're first seeing this, is when we have an HIV patient, I didn't give you the CD4 count under 200, but the fact that this patient's on trimethoprim sulfamethoxazole, we know right away the CD4 count must be under 200. So this is the prophylaxis for pneumocystis already. Okay, so you know it can't fucking be pneumocystis. That's one point. A second point is that pneumocystis is going to be bilateral ground glass pneumonia. It's not a low bar pneumonia. So I didn't even have to tell you the medications here. This made it easier. 
the fact that he's already on TNPSMX, you know, something was just that made it easier. They do that sometimes. But here we clearly just have a low bar pneumonia. And you need to know that they'll just say straight up, there's a low bar pneumonia, answer strep pneumo, student chooses pneumocystis, it's the wrong fucking answer, okay? So pneumocystis, as I said, it's a bilateral pneumonia, ground glass, they can show you uh, a stain where it'll be oval-shaped yeast, okay, silver stain, and you do bronchoalveolar lavage to diagnose pneumocystis, but TMPSMX is both prophylaxis and treatment for pneumocystis. For strep pneumo, we're gonna treat it with uh, azithromycin, same as with the atypicals, okay? It's the empiric treatment for community-acquired pneumonia. So real quick, let's just hop through their other answer choice. Uh, virus, wrong fucking answer. And obviously, just community viral infection uh, could be rhinovirus descending to the lungs in immunocompromised. You could think of CMV pneumonia. I've seen that on NBME. So it could be organ transplant recipient blood transfusions or HIV. So it can show you the alloy appearance on pulmonary biopsy, and then the answer is gancyclovir. Okay, that's how you treat CMV. So it's a DNA polymerase inhibitor, causes chain termination and resistance to gancyclovir. Same as with herpes with acyclovir. Um, it's going to be alter absent viral thymidine kinase. Wrong fucking answer. You know the deal. I'm just to make more content. If you like my stuff, subscribe my channel. Appreciate your time. That's it.